0: Radio. This is Bobby with your Catholic news headlines for the week ending the 4th of July 2014. In this week's news, Pope Francis' latest interview. Iraqi Archbishop calls for a new government to stop ISIS. A Supreme Court win for US companies who oppose contraception. The Royal Commission into Institutional Responses to Child Sexual Abuse asks for two more years. Catholic school set to open to asylum seekers on Christmas Island and 600 youth to gather in Sydney for CFC's youth conference. Pope Francis has featured in another wide-ranging media interview, this time for Roman Daily Il Messaggero. The topics ranged from the sensitive issues of feminism and declining birth rates across Europe to more practical issues such as how the church should cater for the widening divide between the rich and poor and the missionary role of politicians in today's changing world. Discussing the declining trend in church participation among young people, Pope Francis said, The church must go out into the streets, seek the people, go to homes, visit families, go to the fringes demonstrating his compassion for the plight of working-class families. And with regard to the declining birth rate, Pope Francis said, Sometimes the salary isn't enough to make it to the end of the month. Much more depends on the economic crisis. He was quick to denounce the label of communist, slapped onto him through social media, as well as the idea that women do not play an important role in the church. Women are the most beautiful thing God has made, he said. Theology can't be made. Without this feminine dimension, you are right about this. We don't speak enough about it. I agree that more work must be done on the theology of woman, he said. You can view more excerpts from the interview on the Vatican Radio website. The Iraqi parliament has met amidst international pressure to choose a new prime minister who will confront the ISIS terrorist group following the murder of 2,400 civilians in June. ISIS? meaning Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, have been attacking parts of Syria and Iraq and are currently threatening Iraq's capital. The Archdiocese of Erbil's Archbishop Bashar Water spoke to Vatican Radio.
1: What we are asking is really to put, to have the international community to have, uh, to put pressure on the Iraqi politicians because there is no, basically, there is no government now. To really uh, speed the process of of getting a community together and forming a government as soon as possible Uh, because as you said it it's chaotic really chaotic Um, and this is causing a lot of trouble and depressed people are not just worried and afraid but they are really depressed about what would be the
0: future
1: if there is a future for the country
0: he also told Vatican Radio that many members of the Christian community are seriously thinking about leaving Iraq.
1: They are fed up, just fed up, afraid, terrified, yeah, you could imagine. It's not just about being a Christian, it's about being a human being and it's about being a minority. And you, you know we have so many minorities inside, inside, inside Iraq, so that's the reason of saying please do something,
0: do something. The Supreme Court of the United States has ruled that corporations cannot be forced by the government to purchase contraception for its employees. Under the United States Affordable Health Care Act, employers were compelled to provide contraception for employees in the company health care plan, a move which has been dubbed the contraception mandate. The mandate was challenged by craft retail chain Hobby Lobby and cabinet makers Conestoga, wood specialties in their respective district courts and had since advanced to the supreme court the court ruled that such a mandate is unconstitutional and illegal as the u.s government could not prove that the mandate was the least restrictive means in providing free access to contraception the decision has been cited as a victory for religious freedom in the united states eric Schilder, executive director of the pro-life action league said this ruling in favor of hobby lobby is a victory for all who cherish religious freedom. The movement that began with hundreds of protest rallies outside federal court buildings has just won a great victory inside the nation's highest court. A further 100 cases related to the contraception mandate are pending decision around the United States, including cases involving EWTN, the Little Sisters of the Poor and 12 Catholic Dioceses. The Royal Commission into Institutional Responses to Child Sexual Abuse has this week released its interim report requesting a two-year extension worth $104 million. The commission has been funded until the end of 2015, but claims this is not enough time to complete its work. The report reads, When the Royal Commission began, no one knew how long may be required to carry out the tasks in the letters patent. We did not know how many people might come forward to tell their personal story. No one was aware of the number of institutions about which there may be allegations of abuse. Since the inquiry began at the start of 2013, it has conducted 1,677 private sessions and 13 public hearings around Australia investigating cases of child sexual abuse in non-religious and religious institutions. Over 160 cases have been referred to the police for investigation. Some organisations that have been examined at public hearings so far include Scouts Australia, the New South Wales Department of Community Services, YMCA New South Wales, an Anglican Diocese and a number of Catholic dioceses and agencies. The Commission is today concluding its public hearing for a case study concerning the Diocese of Wollongong. You can access the full report as well as public hearing transcripts at childabuseroyalcommission.gov.au. The Catholic Education Office of Western Australia will open a school for children of asylum seekers on Christmas Island later this month. The school, known as the Christmas Island Learning Centre, will be a partnership between the Catholic Education Office and the Australian Federal Department of Immigration. The centre is set to provide early childhood to secondary level education for the 56 school aged children in the Christmas Island Immigration Detention Centre. Dr Tim McDonald, Executive Director of the Catholic Education Office of Western Australia said that the school provided an excellent opportunity for Catholics to put their values into action. Dr Macdonald said the church has a long tradition of supporting the poor and marginalised and a history of supporting those in detention. In the WA context, we have previously provided education services to children in detention in Port Hedland, so our involvement on Christmas Island is not unique. Bishop Christopher Saunders of Broome in the north of Western Australia said that the initiative would help alleviate some of the difficulties facing children in detention. Bishop Saunders said there's not much we can do to help children get out from behind the bars of detention, but we can make their time a little more pleasant and a little bit more useful. Christmas Island Learning Centre will open on the 21st of July. CFC Youth for Christ will be staging their annual national conference, also known as WICON, this coming weekend, from today through to Sunday. This year, the conference will be hosted at Merrow Christian Conference Centre in Sydney. The community is celebrating a milestone of 20 years in Australia and has named the conference Revival to express a renewal of their mission to bring Christ to others. The Revival Conference is set to attract around 600 participants, which event organisers say makes a powerful statement that the Catholic youth in Australia is very much alive, vibrant and mission-ready. YFC leader and event organiser Ron Ayo spoke to Cradio about what's in store. I'm really excited for the conference because uh, close to 600 youth are going to attend. They're about to be graced
1: by our Lord Jesus Christ. They're going to learn about the faith and... uh, yeah, basically, the fire of the Holy Spirit is going to empower us to really evangelize. And um, yeah, it's, it's not every day that you get close to 600 youth together to learn more about the
0: faith and to worship our God uh, together and to learn about the different aspects of our good through a beautiful faith. The event is for all Youth for Christ members and is open to all young people between 16 to 21. Over the course of the weekend, attendees will hear sessions on faith, mission, and interior life and will participate in workshops including a vocations panel, music ministry and catholic social teaching. They will have praise and worship mass and eucharistic adoration throughout the weekend with apostolic administrator bishop Peter Comensoli celebrating mass on Sunday. That's it for this week's headlines. Thanks for listening. For more talks, interviews and programs, visit cradio.org.au